gents, I've been meaning to kind of come out about this because I think when I talk and I get a little bit passionate about certain topics, certain topics, how unfair ultimately it is to be a man, we do have to come to the realization of, of, of some universal truths. Universally, we have to understand it is true. Sex-wise, being a woman is an easy thing. Uh, the 80-20 rule is a byproduct of not only our subconscious and biology, but realistically, you have to understand the sexual dynamics between the genders. Before we have, you know, this acknowledgement of it, we do have to, you know, realize, look, that's just the fucking way it is. And I don't like that a man has to be essentially extraordinary. A man has to be extraordinary. I, I will give Richard Cooper and his 21 con guys that. My, uh, I guess my point of contention was not that that exists or not that that is the universal truth. My point of contention is like, is like, you know, we aren't living in a barbaric society where the weak and unfit routinely die. Because evolutionarily speaking, in like you would say certain animal kingdoms, anybody too weak and too incapable to survive in their species, in the animal kingdom at least, would die off. So there'd be no, I guess you would say, Arthur Fleck, Joker type character. There'd be no genetic washouts. But unfortunately, and so fortunately in my personal opinion, fortunately, we don't live in that world anymore. It's not good, it's not bad, it just is. Now with all that being said, I feel like there's a couple of things here. We could go into like how maybe there, there has to be a direction, a purpose for all people and those men that have quote unquote washed out of, you know, whether it be genetics or economics, because I think the 80-20 rule and the 1% thing that was the big black, not black Wall Street, I'm sorry, um, Occupy Wall Street thing from a few years ago where it was this massive protest and everybody was like, the 99% and it's only the 1% is LGBTB. There's some valid points. There's some oligarchism. There's Amazon trying to essentially take over the world. There's there's arguments about too much power. I get it. I just don't think going the Bernie Sanders route, the, the completely stopping, like let's put a candy cap on somebody once they reach a particular level. Like if Jeff Bezos is out here being criminal and stealing or anybody who's up at that level, then, okay, maybe we could have a discussion about them conducting something that may may be morally or actually illegal. Now, hold on one second. But I was talking about purpose. Like, these men, these people, within the economic 99% or the the male 80%, they're, they're, they are ones that need to value themselves yet and still they're still here we're not dying off in because i'm a part of that 80 percent. so we're not going to die off in some barbaric war or some struggle for food and survival and territory so what now well i think what comes into play there is hey make an effort uh the puas while they're they're full of shit as far as charging you two thousand dollars for routine human life advice like put an actual put actual effort into your life care give a fuck about what's going on care about your body care about your money like that 
you don't you don't need two grand to do that. Now, as far as the whole uh, social dynamic and learning how to master being, you know, game and being with women, acknowledge, hey, you could be really good looking and be horrible with women. Game comes into play. Remember, women do not think, they feel. They feel. Everything about them is subconscious. They are, I don't want to say they're like children or like an animal, but unfortunately, they're more connected to like the animal kingdom than men are. We're trying to be analytical and logical and observe and base things off of what we see, do, feel, uh, abstract thought and all that other shit. A woman is going to operate on a completely different operating system. Like, they, they I, 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 Turd Flinging Monkey, the YouTuber, he is right, dude. They feel, they do not think. So when it comes to like, for example, picking a dude, it's about the feeling. You have to create a feeling. You can be attractive and maybe, you know, pique her her interest. But when you have no game, because I actually, <laughs> I have an example of this. I got a homeboy. I mean, we're not uh, in the same state anymore. He used to work where I do, but he was a reservist. He actually elected to go back active in the army or some shit. An army reservist, right? He was a, you know, weekend warrior. And when him took himself back, back active, and I think he's in, like, fucking Germany for the next four years. Good for him. I, I, I've been to Germany. I love it out there. Uh, regardless of the case, he's no homo. He's what a white girl would say. A smoking hot guy. You know, abs, no homo. Abs, muscles for days. Six foot two. So we're about the same height. A little bit. He's a little bit shorter than me because I'm about 6'3". Um, he's got it all. He's got the, all the, the looks and all that other shit except, and he's even got money now because he's I want to believe he's uh, E7 in the army now, which for those of you who don't know, it's, there's E1 through E9. So seven is like essentially most of the way there. Most people don't even go on to make E7, E8, or E9. So once you get into that top, that top three, you're in an elite class, if you will, military-wise. And they're the most enlisted money, the most money enlisted can make is at those top three ranks, obviously. But I'm not here to give y'all a fucking history lesson on the military. So, um, with all that being said, this dude's horrible with women. This dude can get women to bed, but as far as commitment and relationships and all that, he continues to get played. He has fat dudes and short dudes and bums stealing his girls all the time. And it's so... It was one of those times where, I mean, I had to be, I was re-red-pilled by that guy's life because I already knew kind of how women thought, but I was under the impression, you know, the PUAs had got in my head. And I was like, oh, as long as you have abs and you're hot and you got a little bit of money, you're good to go. You nothing, you don't need shit, right? Because I was convinced by the PUA gym tards that that's all you need to do is hit the gym and that's supposed to be the, no, man, you can hit the gym because that, that hitting the gym is for you. It's not for women. You hit the gym because you want to live long. You don't want to, you for all we know, this consciousness, your existence right now is all you've got. So you want to extend that as long as possible. So I don't need a pickup artist to tell me that. I don't need a pickup artist to tell me that you have to be in a calorie uh, deficit, not surplus. No pickup artist is required for that. I don't need to pay you two grand to fucking know. Okay, but regardless, I'm not going to get my beef with the PUAs. But... It just, game is really, 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 really important. That's the point I was making there. Game is important. Working on yourself socially, it's a lot of work. You have to give it the same effort you would a full-time job. Practicing, talking to girls, all that other shit. You got to read, read Mode 1 from Alaraja Curry. 
that's where these guys come into play. But I would say get their books. Don't go to their seminars. Just buy their books and practice. But neither here nor there. I wanted to get into the economic 99%. But also you can apply this to the 80-20 rule. And that's if you observe what most people are doing. And let's just talk about, let's exclusively talk economics right now. What do most people do? Most people go to school. They live for the day. They live for the moment. They eat fast food. Nothing wrong with that every now and then. But, like, it's wasted money. I mean, I've heard Kevin... uh, What the fuck? Kevin O'Leary. Kevin O'Leary, the Canadian billionaire. He is a billionaire, but will still speak on not spending money at Starbucks, making his own coffee at home, cooking at home, not buying food in the restaurants, not going to gas stations and buying, as uh, Canadians will call it, pop. I call it soda. He called it pop. I'm like, the fuck is pop? But neither here nor there, he called it, you know, not getting up, not getting pops at the gas station, not buying junk food and snacks, not, you know, going out on the weekends. And when he got his education, he focused primarily on his education. He did not experience as a billionaire. There are billionaires, many, plenty of people. I mean, even fucking uh, the guy who made Facebook, all these guys, if you listen to them, they will say that they did not have the college experience. If you're young, if you're 17, 18 right now, you're about to go to school, you are going to have, I mean, it's really hard. Fuck the college experience. Fuck the frat parties and the reckless sex and the ecstasy and the drugs and the drinking. Do your school. I think Kevin O'Leary did fucking college for three and a half years. He graduated in three and a half years. Why does it take people five years to get their bachelor's degree? Because you're fucking partying. You're worried about these bitches. I know dudes working at Cheesecake Factory that, that got all the pussy. Like, I know a dude who went to Arizona State, full-ride academic scholarship, smartest dude from our school, valedictorian and all that. But for some reason, that male sex drive took over that man, and he forewent all of that intelligence. Like I said, the the uh, male uh, IQ does significantly, it's kind of like women, when they're aroused by a guy or turned on, you hit those little triggers in them. But the same thing happens to guys. In general, we're so horny all the time. We are not ourselves. Our IQs decrease significantly from, you know, looking at women, sex, all that other shit. And my point is this. What the, what I'm trying to say about these guys in the quote-unquote 20% or the quote-unquote economic 91%. What most people are doing, they are not. When most people are sleeping, they are working. When you're partying and chasing girls, people like that are working, bettering themselves, increasing their knowledge. When you're stopping to have a two-hour lunch every day or whatever it is you do for your regular workday, they're getting better at what they do. Focus. Do the work. Do what most people don't. I mean, rest in peace, Kobe. Multi-millionaire. Hundreds of millions of dollars. Gets up at four in the morning. At least back when he was a full-time athlete. Getting up at four in the morning. Getting up at three in the morning. The Navy SEALs, Jocko, the guy's talking about, you know, those two and three hours people sleep till 7 a.m., 6 a.m. You know, these men had already worked out for the day and they were already showered and getting ready to get cracking on their day by 6.30 a.m. They got going. Get up and get the fuck going. What most people are doing, if you do that, you're going to be like most people. Being extraordinary... Whilst it does seem like a Heraclean task, if you put the fucking effort in, and I'm passionately speaking to men because I care about men, and I think Kobe said it best 
Tom Brady said, rest in peace, Kobe, but Kobe, Kobe and Tom Brady reiterate something that I think most people don't catch on to. Most people, they're, they're so hard to, they're so hard to exist in the moment and to understand what people are saying. Kobe and Tom Brady will say stuff like this. Competing at the level of the NFL, NBA, professional sports, they found it easy because they looked around in their, you know, in their uh, fields and they saw people who were basking in the money and the glory of what they had achieved of becoming pro athletes. They found it easy to dominate at that level because they still got up and did the fucking work. Tom Brady had even said, you know, I could easily be, win these Super Bowls and beat these other guys and be better than these other quarterbacks because for a lot of these men, that was their goal, to get there and be pro. But in, <laughs> I think uh, somebody, uh, Stephen A. Smith said it about LeBron James. Like You see LeBron James being successful year after year after year after year. It's because he said it's hard to get up at 3 in the morning when you're sleeping in fucking thousand thread count Egyptian cotton sheets and got a Ferrari in the driveway and a supermodel laying next to you. It's hard to get up. But Kobe said it wasn't. Kobe made that shit a routine. Tom Brady makes that shit a routine. That's why he's still going in his 40s. That's why LeBron at 30-something is a monster. Get up and do the work, fellas. Do the motherfucking work. I'm about to go do the work right now. I just pulled up to the gym. So y'all have a good one. I'm out.